mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower, 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Okay, we're back. Last hour of Drive Radio. Uh, John's on vacation right now, taking a break off. And so Steve from Geno's is here with me, and I'm Dennis from Extreme. Yes. We got Larry behind the glass answering the phones, and Charlie doing the engi- He's the engineer, doing engineer. the engineer stuff. Engineering it. <laughs> Engineering it, right. <laughs> what's, so, our, uh, what's our question of the day again? Um, yeah, what have you done on your car or vehicle that you wish you would have never done? Yeah. And they can call 303-477-5600. Yes. So. And you can also listen to us on the app, the 5L, KLZ 560 radio app. It's free for Apple and Android. So okay. you could do that too. Um, a lot of interesting callers today, a lot of different things. We talked about cold. We've talked about... Um, what? How long do you warm your car up? Me? Yeah, I'm just curious. Well, I had... The Subaru, I don't. Okay. I just jump in and jump we and drive go. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2015, don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. Yeah, but the Chevy 899 I have, it has that knock in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> that they've always had. And, yeah. And then, the, um, that the, the wrist pins or something like that. Yeah, I, I've heard just, different things. Yeah. And it's mainly, you know, I've used uh, the um, oils made the biggest thing. I use castor oil. Castor oil. have a synthetic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They have really... something that helps for that. That's yes, right. and it does. It, it does. only lasts for about 15 seconds now. Okay. Not too bad. <laughs> but I let it warm up for a little bit, that truck. Um, I have. Because it's my baby. I have my, my cars in the, in the garage, so they, right. get, they get no warm up. Right. They just go. But I have a next door neighbor uh-huh. I love dearly. But they have two diesels, two or three diesels. And for some reason, they need to run them and idle them for about a half an hour. Before, yeah. Before they go, sometimes 15 minutes. But I always wonder, so how long do you, I've never really, I've owned, I don't think I've ever owned a diesel. So how long do you let a diesel run before it? it yeah, you got to let them run for a little bit. It depends. Like on the Fords we had for the tows, mm-hmm. for towing, um, we would plug them in at night. Plug them in. And we'd, we'd, we'd go out there when we first got there and we'd go out there and fire them up. Let them run. Let them run warm for a little up. bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, you do want to let, let them warm up a little bit. And I felt bad for the guys getting in a cold sure. truck. Sure. You know, not like going on a service call and, you know, snowing and blowing and it's yeah. colder than heck. And you got to get out and lay on the ground to hook your hooks up. And oh, I, it wasn't an envious job. No, no. Yeah. I appreciated those guys. So one of the things we were going to talk about more was about alignments. Oh, right? yes. Right. And uh, crown of the road and mm-hmm. why they crown the road and why our roads are the way they are <laughs> and uh, why they put the gravel on. Sure. And, uh. What happens to our roads because of the moisture? Sure. I said the freezing and thawing and right. freezing and thawing is constantly here. Right. And you're getting those little cracks, and they've got to come back by and fix them all. And, right. And, and why uh, do they crack? Oh, it's a thaw and expansion. Or you got a better answer. No. No, no. Oh, I just the think same. the water gets in there and freezes and pushes it up apart, and then it 
eventually starts breaking down. Yeah, yep. breaking. And then, then the car hits the little edges of the crack and it gets bigger too, and then all that yep. stuff. It adds a lot more of a troubles for so, Colorado than other places. So, what would you recommend for tire rotation or an alignment? Tire rotation first. Tire well, rotation. We're pretty. You know, um, now if we're doing five thousand mile oil changes, I think we should do it tires then. Yes, every five thousand. I don't. It think used to bad. be every six. Yeah. So I don't. You know, I don't. I think used that's to. A bad thing. I used to recommend it every other oil. Uh, every or other oil, oil change. change so. at three thousand miles, but now at five thousand miles, yes, I would yeah. recommend it every time. I think ten thousand is too much. Yes. I, I think oh yeah. You, get, you don't want to. You, be you know, rotating. and that's your next time in. We want to make it. You know, you don't want to make a separate appointment to just get your tires rotated. No. Although we have so many customers that you know your your business is different than mine. We have so many customers that use discount and they'll just go get a discount. Mm-hmm. You know, and have them do it for free. Right. Than paying us, which I, you know, free is always better. Right. But, you right. know, uh, so it, it's, for us, it's a little different. For you guys, you do tires. So yeah. that, that yeah, that's not a, that's kind of a, your your area too. So that helps. And, and, you know, so each of us operate slightly different. Slightly, slightly different. different. Yeah. But not. All right. We got Jerry calling in here. How are you doing, Jerry? Good. Speaking of tire rotation, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I had some bad experiences years ago with shops breaking lug studs and uh, and then not tightening the lug nuts properly. And I've, I've had a variety of problems, so I, I try to do my own still. Really? Every 5,000 is what I do. And um, on both my vehicles, I, I got matching spares so that I can just do it. I can just lift up one corner at a time in the driveway. It really simplifies things. Oh, smart. Yeah, it, it helps. Yeah, um, and then I, I try to be pretty meticulous. I, I brush all the corrosion off the the hub mounting surfaces and oh. clean clean everything up and wipe things down with just a real thin film of WD forty or something like that. And um, that, that seems to work well for me. But just recently, I've run into a couple of people who. Um, they had flats, and then they couldn't get the the road wheel off because the wheel seemed to be corroded onto the hub. Uh, right, it, we see a lot of that. Yeah, uh, especially as a lot of the Toyotas and Lexuses and stuff. Yeah, really. That, well, that surprised me. I, I thought seems like everybody has alloy rims now, and and I didn't. I guess I don't understand the metallurgy how that would weld itself you know rest on yeah it kind of uh well the where it's where it's bolted up is actually steel in a lot of places so where the where you have it's dissimilar metals you have uh, an alloy rim with attached to a a steel part of the car so there's two like corrosion that kind of builds up between the two and kind of in a way kind of welds itself on and rust itself on and it's a pain in the neck to get off you have to kind of hit it with a soft mallet and, and remove it that seems to be the best way um, and then you obviously want to clean it as best you can, but it is a issue with. The, I'm sorry, you're right, but the, no, no, that's you know, right. There's, you know, the road stuff that you put onto the the mag chloride and stuff tends to kind of get in there a little bit too, and it, it helps with that pitting and stuff on those. Elements. Yeah, and they're starting to use more salt in it now okay. than where we never used to here in Colorado. And and they also what you're doing with that putting that slight thing of rust penetrant on there is really good. Or WD-40. Isn't that the greatest stuff ever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but when you put that on there, then you're you're that's helping your situation why that tire can come off again. Because that stuff stays in those pores no matter what. Even if you wipe it down, it's still inside the pores. Yeah, I've, I've had good luck. Well, about 45 years ago, I had a uh, Chevy pickup where it was drum brakes all the way around, mm-hmm. and, and oh yeah, uh, 
I was I was doing breaks and everything was just it was like it was welded. It was unreal. So yeah. um, ever since then, I've tried to clean everything up and lube it. But well, well, something else I've run into. But both my vehicles are Ford, uh, fairly new F-150s, and they've got the TPMS monitors. Yeah. And that was all new to me. Um, I'd never had a vehicle with that before and, until these. And so I did a little research, and, uh, you know, some people sell a tool to help you uh, help the com- onboard computer relearn which tires wear after you rotate the right. yes. the tires. Yep. And then the, the owner's manual gives a, a technique uh, about deflating the tires in a certain sequence and uh, I tried that, and that, that didn't work. And uh, anyway, I, w- I was too cheap to buy the tool, so I was just kind of putting it off. And, and then it seemed like, well, the first time I ran into it, after a couple of days of driving, it's like the computer figured it out, and, and I didn't have to do anything. And then, and then it's been that way since then on both of them. Um, so I, I, I don't know if Fords are peculiar that way. But I just gave it a little time. I don't know a certain number of drive cycles, and then then I didn't have to. So have it, it to actually it. figured out where the where the left front wheel was and right yeah. front wheel. Really? Right. Right. Okay. Hmm. Um, it's not something we deal a lot with, and on my end, so I. Because we have to do it right away. We have to fix it before you leave. Yeah. So yeah. on our end, we're, we're, we're going through that procedure where we're honking the horn and the other thing, whatever it does. Right. It is it's it is terrible. It's, it is a little hard on sometimes. And we have to, a tool to do it. But, yeah. you know, or you buy the tool. It depends yeah. on which. We do a lot of tires. No matter so. which tool you buy, it ends up not being the right, right one, one for that car that <laughs> day. Yeah. That's always the, you know, it's like, okay, let's go back to the basics again. Right. <laughs> but, uh, we, you know, and it, it, it's not cheap either. No. I, I don't know. You, I, mean, I think you looked at it. It's $700, $800 for those tools, isn't it, for that well, one? Well, I, I saw some that were 40 or 50 oh, Okay. So that's not so bad then. But but I don't know if they really work or not. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the other issue with that. But, yeah, that's... Uh, that's good. That's it. it figured it out itself. I like that. Well, one one of the uh, cases where I ran into somebody that they were trying to change a flat and they they couldn't get the tire off it. It was a young man in a shopping center near where I live, and uh, he had it up on a scissors jack and he just couldn't get it off. And I, you know, I kind of realized what was happening, and I went over and asked him if if he needed a hand, and. Um, he explained to me he couldn't get the wheel off, and I said, "Well, I'll, I'll run home and get some WD-40 and bring it back and spray behind there with you, you know." And and he had already called uh, the auto club, and sure. so he was just going to wait for them. But but you're recommending you, you take like a dead blow hammer or soft face mallet and whack it right where the hub mounting s- surface would be. Actually, go on the inside if you can. But yeah. with it with it being on a scissor jack, I don't think I'd stick my head underneath there. Yeah, I right. wouldn't either. You know, if if you. If you can get underneath there with it, if it, if you think it was to fall, you definitely right. wouldn't want to be near it. But that, we actually go on the inside when it happens to us. We go on the inside of the rim. You can go on the lower part on and the try outside. to hit it and wiggle it off, depending on how bad it is. But sometimes what I would do is put a lug nut on the top, because okay. then when I hit it, it doesn't come flying off. Because well, my luck, it always part. comes. It, yeah, it comes <laughs> down and hits me in the, the shin. Shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll remember that. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good idea with the lug nut. I didn't think yeah. about that. I, I like the bounce part. So. Yeah, you like it bouncing into your shins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank right. you, gentlemen. All right. Thank you. All right. With that, uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560 with Steve and Dennis. 
changes in your routine shouldn't stop you from achieving your health goals. John Rush recommends Dr. Julie Marchial of Ascent Health Center as your personal weight loss guide, giving you the confidence that you need to see real results. Dr. Julie wants to provide, enable, and assist you in developing your highest quality of life. As she coaches you through the HCG diet program, you will start to see significant weight loss without starving yourself. HCG is a hormone that uses non-essential fat for energy. The homeopathic-based HCG diet teaches your body to burn excess fat first, leaving behind only the fat that your body really needs. Call Ascense Health Center in Lowry or Inglewood now. Schedule a free consultation with Dr. Julie to check your BMI and resting calorie burn. Call 303-343-8800 or visit RushToReason.com to find Dr. Julie now. Get the support you need to achieve the goal that you've been dreaming about. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy. But it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Okay, we're back, and we have a couple lines open. We're with the Affordable Interest Mortgage Line is where you can call in, 303-477-5600. Jack, you're up next. How are you doing, Jack? Good, thanks. Hey, you were about the job. You wouldn't want to do it. And that was, I had a trooper, and uh, they want you to change the timing belt every 60,000 miles. 
So I paid for it the first time, and I had a, a Suzu factory service manual, and I, I said, well, that can't be too bad. Well, hell, it took me about to heal up. Oh, did After I did. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know, maybe that's not such, maybe that, that's not such a bad price to pay because I think you know, I paid something like eight hundred and fifty dollars to have it done. Yeah, they're, right. There, it seemed like I remember there was a bracket or something that went around there that just got in the way and you had to take it off. And yeah. And well, yeah, and you had to pull. You had to pull one pulley. I think you had there was a pulley on the end of the crankshaft you had to pull off. Yes. Yep. And, uh, it was it was not a lot of fun, and you were talking about two wheel drive and four wheel drive. The difference between those is a four wheel drive that you get stuck further off the road. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you can go farther before you get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the show. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Jack. So you have a nice day. All right. Yeah, that's he was calling in for the uh, question, of, question the of the day, which is what job did you do on your truck or car that you would never do again, basically? And then um, you were going to say something about what he talked about. Oh, just a Suzu Trooper, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting car. Right. And uh, I, I don't miss him, though. I'm don't sorry. You? <laughs> I don't I don't miss him. But they were, they were, we worked on a few. Yeah. But there's a few cars. You know, there's, I can tell you, Cars I didn't want to work on ever again. Yeah. Well, when I mentioned that Fiat. Yes. And, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the fix it again, Tony thing. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few of them. Yeah. There's a Renault I didn't like. I didn't like Renaults very much. Yeah. Oh, they... <laughs> we had some interesting cars back in the day. Too. Yeah. Just like now, we have interesting yeah. cars too. Yeah, you got cars that you just don't want uh, to work on. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but you came from the dealer world where you just had one line and that kind of but stuff. But you know what? I worked on everything because I did all their used cars too. Cars I didn't used. mind. I mean, they brought me everything. Because yeah. if they couldn't fix something on the on the used car side, then they brought it to me to fix and and stuff. So, uh, yeah, you just never know. Yeah. All right, Mickey, how you doing, Mickey? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'll be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, well, thank I don't you. Next in the meantime. Anyway, I got a couple, three things for you. Okay. Okay, one, that wind chill. Yeah. Uh, back in the 80s, I had to take a most class for the Air Force before I could ride my motorcycle on base. Most is motorcycle operator safety training. Okay. Okay. What they told us back then was at 50 mile, at 50 degrees at 60 miles an hour, your windshield factor is almost freezing and you could start becoming hypothermic depending on how wet you were in half an hour. Really? That was for the motorcycle riders. You know, if you see a guy with flip-flops, shorts, yeah. and a T-shirt, you, you're looking at an accident waiting yeah. to happen. Yeah. yeah. That, whenever I see that, it scares me because we picked up so many people that were in accidents on motorcycles. And, you know, if you don't have protection around you on your body, like leather or something, it's ugly it's what bad. can yeah. happen to you. But it, it's bad. You mentioned you say that because hypothermia would set in and you could kind of, you know, because the first part of hypothermia is your brain isn't quite functioning right and you could make a bad yep. decision on your motorcycle. You don't realize you're hypothermic. Yeah. And you're just having a good How time. often do you see anybody doing just 60 miles an hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a motorcycle. Yeah, you're right. On a motorcycle. So, yeah, that kind of impressed me because I'm from the white, great white north and, yeah, 
you could freeze to death in a yeah. You get you get that cold, you start when you get goosebumps, it's time to stop. Time, yeah. Right, that's right. <laughs> what was your other one? Oh. Next up, we things I never wanted to do again. Had a fifty eight Apache, had a rear wheel, the passenger side rear axle was weakened. So I said, Well, I'll put new and I, once I got it open and got the axle out, I noticed the baron was kind of crapped out. So I said, okay, new bearing, no problem. Came out like a breeze. Well, so the segue is, since I'm already in there, I might as well do the driver's side. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, it took me a 25-pound slide hammer in three days to get the driver's side bearing out. Really? Oh, it wow. just didn't want to move. And I was bit. <clears throat> I was complaining to one of my customers. <laughs> I used to work at an auto parts store. Okay. And he says, "Why did you do that?" I said, "Well, I figured if the passenger side was wore out, then the driver side ought to be wore out." Right. He said, "No. Our roads are crowned. Hmm. So you're always turning the passenger side faster than the driver side." So it, we're, you'll go through, he says, he worked on a lot of old cars, so I knew he was, had some authority. He says, you'll go through two passenger side wheel bearings before you go through one driver side. Okay, well, that was a lesson learned, hard way. Never wanted to do that one again. And number three, for the guy with the S15, uh, I've, I've worked on a lot of S15s and Fixed them up, sold them, whatever. But if he wants to do the most for that kid, don't mess with the wiring. Put in a new ignition switch because they fail on a regular basis. A new clock spring, they fail. And reset the fuses because after 30 years, you get some corrosion in there. It might not hurt just to put new fuses in. It, at least it'll renew at least one side of it will have clean contacts. That's good. I like that. And what the other part of that is, uh, if he wants to make it prettier, put new rubber vacuum lines in. They, you'd be surprised how many problems you get if you don't have enough vacuum to wherever you need it. Right. And the old lines get cracked and open up or gooey and close. And, Hard and cracked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then all the so, heating system works off those vacuum hoses, so you lose right. your heat. And, and sometimes four wheel drive did too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Four wheel drive, you lost your four wheel drive. Yeah, you're right. Well, also on the, on his year, uh, that if he's got an automatic, the kick down yep. only does part of it because there's a switch on the fender that senses vacuum that says that it's ready to go into overdrive. Oh yeah. Okay. So if that I, I, my overdrive quit, and I started looking, and that hose had collapsed. Yep. Put the hose on, back into overdrive. All right. Well, hey, Mick, thanks for all that, and thanks for wishing us a Merry Christmas. Yeah. You too, okay? Thank you, thank you. All right, take care. All right, that was interesting. And, and real quick, uh, Jim, if you're listening about your 87 S15, we did have someone call in and recommend Hemmings.com. 
is a place you can go to to for a wiring harness. Really? Uh, possibly. That, that that's that uh, magazine too. Yeah. They also. Yeah. Okay. It's possibly. So okay. if you haven't checked that out, you might want to check that out. With that, we have three lines open. You can give us a call at 303-477-5600. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio with Steve from Geno's and Dennis from Extreme. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface in our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism in our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right. 
We're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. We have three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Get Larry busy back there. Keep him, keep him going. Yeah, we could use the phone calls. We like, we like to hear from our, our listeners. We love to hear your questions. There's not a question you can ask that, that uh, you know, is stupid <laughs> or uh, what you feel isn't yeah. right to yeah. ask or something. There, there was, was saying, no, there's no stupid questions. Yes. I, you yes. know, I always think when, that, when he says that, I think, but I have some of the dumbest answers I know. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I don't want to ever say yeah, that. Yeah, you <laughs> might not have a stupid question, but we got some pretty dumb answers. Dumb answers. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, but, you know, I, I wonder if we should have changed our question of the day that a, a car you don't want to work on instead of the car job. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were talking about the Fiats and the uh, Well, mine is an owner of the car, my dad. Uh, I did yeah. not like working on my dad's cars. He was the guy who put black tape over the check engine light oh. if it came on and <laughs> things like that. And one time um, he didn't, uh, he, I, it was broke down. Uh-huh. And my mom went to dinner and he called me up and said, hey, can you tow me home? And, and this is, you know, I don't think I've been married five, six years. And I go over there and tow his car over and I start working on it in the garage and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with this thing? And I'm having a heck of a time. Couldn't get it to start and stuff. And I'm like, I got fuel pressure. I got, you know, oh, spark. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I got air. I mean, why isn't this starting? Because that's the three things you need, right? Yep. And I take, pour some gas out into the into a jar, and I'm looking at it. It looks like onion soup almost, you know? Really? Without anything floating, but just a brown. And I'm like, this a is... A brown liquid, huh? And I pour it on the ground, tried to light it. It wouldn't light. Oh, really? <laughs> where, did he, where did he gotten gas? Or did he get gas? And what he did is he bought that STP stuff and poured it in his tank, thinking, well, if I had one can in there, about 10 would work really good. Oh, that's oh yeah. That's a, I had to change the <laughs> gas tank. I had to drop the gas tank and flush it out and and then flush out all the lines and rebuild the carburetor. And, oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. It was ugly. So I did not look working on his cars too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there, are, there are some... Uh... All right, let's go to Lyle in Littleton. How you doing, Lyle? Hello. How you doing? Yeah, Stephen and Dennis. Yep. I had a comment on, uh, you know, the, the fun, tricky electrical connections. Sure. Troubleshooting and stuff. Um, you know, one of the things I think Dick was mentioning is that I've seen, too, is he's right, you know, for your fuse connections and some wire harness, you know, connections where... They get old and crusty, and then the resistance goes up some. And, right. And then so then you get that case where they get a little hotter. You know, I've, I've had a case where I, on a job, I, you know, the, the fuse block itself started melting. Right. Oh, yeah. On, yeah. When I was working on just because of the, the heat that built up from that extra resistance. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's just good to to kind of redo all your connections. Um, and uh, also wire harness, wire harness stuff. Um, you know, when you're troubleshooting and you say, well, it, it all looks good, you know, the old let's wiggle things and see what happens. Oh, I find a lot of stuff when we wiggle. The wiggle things. test is a, well, it's, it's a, it was in one of the manuals, I remember. Do the wiggle test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so in the position it's currently in, it's maybe fine, but um, especially with, and I've seen cases where, you know, the, the braided wire connector mm-hmm. uh, looks fine from the outside and the... Uh, the, the poly or vinyl, you know, um, wire coating is fine on the outside, but inside, you know, the, the wire strands are corroded and even sometimes separated or broken. Right. And and 
So that and and uh, all the terminal lugs and everything, the connectors that you crimp on and stuff. So you know, it's, it's just one of those things where um, you just have to try everything. You know, keep working the circuits until you you get some kind of predictable outcome, or you know, prove to yourself that that's when you do something. That's you know, you see the uh, the symptom show up. Oh sure. So, yeah, and and you know, you got a good point because resistance when it gets hot, it. it creates a lot of problems so you got to have things tight especially in cars because they vibrate and stuff and then people you know move things around and they wiggle things and you know they add things to their you know like they put it used to be real common for people to add a radio themselves and then put it into the fuse block and then the fuse they didn't have enough room for it so they shoved a pin in there sure sure or uh, they used to add cruise control back in the day remember you would buy a car without cruise control and you could add a aftermarket yeah wire that in so when you were working back in the day, we learned to look for that kind of stuff. First thing, yeah, first thing we did. First thing we did, and and the yeah. people nowadays they don't look for it as much. But there's, yeah, there's, you know, I've had some problems where people have added a, um, the, uh, where you remote starters. Oh yes, that's and they've typed deal. into the wrong places, or else these uh, breathalyzers they breathalyzers. go in there and they put those in and and they don't take all the wires out properly, and then they, you know, the wires like three feet long and they. Yeah. It's laying against the fender and or inside the body somewhere. So you got to look for that stuff too. So good, yeah. quite, good things, Lyle. Yeah, good. yeah. And also the, if you're doing a job and then all of a sudden you've got some other problem comes up, first thing you got to ask yourself is, okay, what area was I working in? Absolutely. What was I moving? Right. Know, where you've unknowingly, uh, you know, altered or bumped uh, some connections or or things where. Um, you know, the, the, well, that's not associated. I don't understand why that would be showing up now. Well, yeah, but you were in there doing things, so what, yeah. what did you no. do? Right, and sometimes finding, you know, like we had a caller earlier and, and trying to find a an electrical problem that's intermittent is very difficult. And so you got to kind of write down what you're doing when you're doing it and what do you think could have caused that when you didn't, you know what, hot, it's working hot, everything. Cold, how long it's yeah, been running, all yeah. those things. Yeah. Left turn, right turn. <laughs> Yeah. I hit a bump, you know, whatever it is. So. Yep, yep. Thanks for the they're call. Always, they're always fun. Yep, right. thanks for the call, Lyle. And we'll go to Rick from Brighton. How you doing, Rick? You there? Hello, Rick? Do we load him up? Rick, you there? Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. How you doing, Rick? I'm sorry. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes we can. Yeah. Okay, uh, got three issues on an 04 F-150. I wonder if you could get me pointed in the right direction. Okay, I'm working on one right now. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> the first one is the uh, coolant. Uh oh. What? Far runs fine. It's just uh, something with the fender or something like that. Is is that fine and replaced? So sound like you said uh, we lost you for a little bit there. You said your coolant temp sensor is not working properly. Right, the uh, gauge is pegged, and uh, wondered what kind of job that is. Well, you got to find out why it's pegged. Yeah, and what's causing it to be pegged? Yeah, I think you'd want to you'd want at least disconnect the connector at the coolant temp to see if that gauge goes back to normal, to see if it's the okay. sender or the wiring, or so you've got to so, kind of start from the beginning on that one. But it, you you could have a you could have a, a sensor issue or or a gauge problem. But if you unplug it and the gauge goes back to nothing, then then you have a, a sender problem. Sender problem, right? 
Okay, where, where's that located? Do you know off the On end? the engine. Uh, <laughs> no, not top. But it, towards the front there, if yeah. if it's a single. But I don't think an 04 is going to be a single wire. But No, it's going to be a double. Double wire one. It, and it should be just a little. You'll have to look in the cooling. It's right on the front part of the in, intake manifold and right in that okay. area there. All right. But, Very good. And the uh, second issue is I have a cruise control that goes in and out. Uh, it uh, works fine sometimes, but then all of a sudden it will just shut off. Uh, turning it off and back on sometimes works, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, sometimes hitting a bump. Really? Just, uh, send it out, I think. Is that down on the transmission or, or where? Well, in the new cars, they're using a computer. is using all the inputs from the transmission, from the your yeah. pedal and everything to turn it off and on. It was just uh, an old four, so no. Oh four. I thought it, it was in the rear diff, but it could be in the yeah. part of the rear differential too. Yeah, uh, that one a, might take a little bit of time. We, you know, it'd be great if a guy had a Ford scan tool to check that out. To be honest at with the, you, at the time when it's happening and, yes. and uh, see what's going on, seeing what connection you're losing, because there's a lot of connections with that that happen. And it's not going to be done by vacuum or anything anymore no. either. So it can't be like a vacuum leak or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that one's going to take a little bit of diagnosing, but it's not not impossible. It just want to make sure you're – I think the first thing is first is, are you, is it getting a good RPM signal, those kind of things. So yeah. you need to have a scan tool on it at the, and seeing if the RPMs are dropping out, even though your gauge may be working. Yeah. This, it may not be sensing it at the right time. All right. Okay. So. Third one's electronic. I'm not sure if you – have anything on it, but I got a CD player that uh, goes in and out as well. I've, I've used some compressed air to kind of blow that blow it out, out, thinking that might do it, but uh, it's still intermittent. Yeah. Any ideas on that? Uh, probably putting another one in. Yeah, 2004. <laughs> it's probably getting more out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you may be able to pick up. You know, possible you might be able to pick up a used one and pop that in there. I don't know if yeah. it'd be that hard, but that, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea. Yeah. You know, you could probably okay. pick one up pretty cheap and. It's Find one with it. low mileage. Yeah. yeah. See if the junkyard can... or something. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, but 04 okay. might be hard to find too. <laughs> yeah. But other than starting yeah. all over, they they don't last long. Yeah. Uh, that's one bad all thing right. about CD players. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you got time, as far as your question of the day. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I got a couple of uh, jobs that I did that wasn't really happy with. Uh, one was changing the rear coils on. Uh, 05 Toyota Avalon. Okay. You really have to really get your uh, hands in the back. You can't see anything, of course. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, on the second one was a 04 VW Phaeton where the uh, transmission was flipping between first and second gears. And went to the dealer and they said, uh, we don't do repairs. We just do R&R, remove and replace. That'll be $10,000. Yeah. And so I did a little research and they found out it was most likely a valve body. And so I was I didn't have a lift or anything like that. Was able to jack it up only about the, you know 18 inches or so to drop the pan and get that out of there. So that took a little while as well. But I'd rather not do those things if I didn't have to. Right. Yeah. That's a, that that valve body. It just it's always dripping on you. No yeah. matter what you take yeah. it off, it's in your hair. It's in your, it's everywhere. You can't seem to get away from exactly. it. Exactly. And you don't yeah. even have it near your hair, but it's in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> it gets everywhere, you know, and just constantly dripping on you. Yeah. But uh, a lot there's a lot of things that are fixed with valve bodies that are surprising like that. Yeah. That, uh, but they just rather replace. Yep. They don't. Yes. So instead of ten thousand dollars, I was able to take care of it for about a thousand. So that was right. Yeah. Job I had to do. Right. But, uh, love, 
Appreciate the show, guys. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. All right. Appreciate it. All right, Jeff and Dennis, you guys hang on. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560 with Steve and Dennis. Thank you. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, we're back. You're listening to Dennis and Steve. And we're going to go with, uh, let's see, who's up next? Dennis has a clutch problem. How you doing, Dennis? Oh, pretty good. Uh, I bought a Ford Ranger. It's an old one. Oh, 73. Yeah. I mean, uh, 93. Okay. But, but uh, I like it. It's all right for what I need. It just grocery getter and mess around like that. But uh, it's a uh, five-speed and uh the clutch doesn't have that much play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like about a quarter of an inch. 
but uh, these clutches, you got to press it all the way down just to start the vehicle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and I those aren't adjustable. Set, you know. Yeah. So uh, can I go a quarter of an inch on that? We, I, they're not adjustable, as far as I know. They're not. I, no. There's. There's. I, yeah. The Rangers didn't have any adjustments for them. <laughs> that's so, what I thought, man. Yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah, I would love to adjust the Ranger clutch, but they were they were always a problem for us to get them bled out right and get a good you know free yeah. play in them. They're yeah, because yeah, I drove Kenmer trucks and all these things. And you just stand on the on the on the step and start it up as long as it's a neutral. You know? Yeah, yeah, and but the, yeah, these this Rangers, one, yeah. I I like other than that. But uh, thanks a lot. All yeah, right. sorry, disappointing news on that one. Yep. I know. I, I've fought those a lot over right. the years. So. All right. Let's go to Jeff from Western Montana. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Um, the uh, worst thing I ever did, I think, was uh, try to put in a remote start kit because it just never worked at all. Yeah. yeah some of those are tough. Yeah. And I could get it to work at first, but then... Something would happen, and I have to disconnect the battery and reconnect the battery to reset the memory, and it was just... Oh, really? It was a pain. And then it stopped working altogether, and I ended up, just this year, I took it out, and, and the, the coup de grace was when I was taking it out, I actually accidentally stored it out with the power wire, and um, when I went, got back in the vehicle, it wouldn't... Nothing. I oh, no. I came the ignition, I got nothing, and I went, oh, crap. Now what, what did I do? I do? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it turns out it was just a fuse, so uh-huh. um, so it wasn't that bad. But it was like, yeah, man, I, I can't even get rid of you without a problem. <laughs> right? It's like a, like a bad penny. Like a penny. bad girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. bad girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason I called, though, is I, uh, on the same vehicle, it's a 2007 Ford Escape Sport Tracks, or Explorer Sport Tracks, sorry. Um I at one hundred eighty nine thousand, I replaced a serpentine belt that was getting pretty cracked. And when I did, I bought the whole kit, so I replaced the tensioner and the other pulleys and everything. Um, but when I look at the pulleys and I rotate them and stuff, they they still seem to work pretty well. And so um, I have a lot of my grandfather in me. He was very very, shall we say, thrifty. My grandmother used to say that it pained him to have to flush the toilet. <laughs> right. Um, I know those kinds. So, and so I'm just wondering, is there anything that can be done? I mean, even even to giving those things away or, or any sort of, you know, somebody who can recondition them or just, I just, I've got them in a box in the garage ready to go to the, tra- the trash, but it's like. Uh, what we do with that stuff here is I actually take it to a metal recycling place. Makes me feel a little better. Yeah. So, you know, I know that, you know, it'll be turned into a frying pan later or, or something or another car or part of another car. But that's about the best yeah. I can do with that. Um, yeah, well, we have, we have up here, we have what they call the transfer station. We take all our trash and recyclables there. So mm-hmm. that's what I, when I said throw it in the garbage, that's what I meant. I was going to take it there and throw it in the, in the metal pile. But yeah, um, but the, it just pains me to have to do that since they seem to be working just fine. Yeah, I, I, I always think what you could build with it, though. Yeah. You, know, you could run <laughs> yeah. some kind of pulley yeah. system or something, you know, maybe devise something that would you serve have a lot me of breakfast free time. or something. You know? You've got a lot of free time <laughs> on your hands if you're starting to think of that stuff. Yeah, But uh, but they are pretty handy. Well, 
Now you, you say that in jest, but now you got me thinking. Do I? <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, they're yeah, s- s- small enough you can make a little wheel cart out of it, you know. And <laughs> yeah. You got two wheels uh, for a cart, you know. <laughs> I was thinking maybe my own engine hoist. Oh. Beam up above and, oh, and there you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. All right, Jeff. Thanks for giving this call. All right, Conrad, how you doing? Hey, guys, how's it going today? Good, how you doing? All right, so I kind of miss John. He's on vacation, huh? Yes, oh, he we is. do, too. Yeah, we miss him, too, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing you guys. You're oh, doing no. a great job. We're not dissing we're, we're ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, what I got going on, I'd like to give a shout-out to Cars Remember When out yes. there on, on Santa Fe. I, I know them very well. They're really yeah. close to me. They're good, yeah. they're good guys. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, they, and what that's what I'm calling about. My, I tried calling them yesterday to get a, an estimate on, on, uh, on my. You know, you guys are familiar with my Grand Torino, that Starsky and Hutch cart. I've got my power steering uh, gear is leaking on that. And uh, do you guys got any idea what that usually costs to take that out, out and have it rebuilt? Um, no, but there was a company that used to rebuild them. Um, okay. Trying to remember, Raven. I think it was called yeah. Raven, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't Sounds know if they're still around, but they could rebuild it. But as far as cost, so take it out. I don't think it's that. It's not that difficult, it, is it? Change it out. They just rebuild it. You know, instead of like put it in a rebuilt one. Uh, they could rebuild them if you wanted to kind of keep it okay. original. I'm sure you could probably still purchase a, a remanufactured one or rebuilt one somewhere. Okay. Um, right, well, I, I mean, I'm sure. I would. I would think those. Napa could still get it for that. I, I wouldn't think that would be that hard. Okay. But it last resort. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's kind of intermittent. It does it for a while, and then it seems like it does it more when it's when it's in an area where it's cold. Like when it, like in the summertime, it's warm. It kind of quits doing it. So uh, it, those seals must be, the oil rings must be contracting on it or something. And what's it? Do? You said leaking. Yeah, it's leaking power steering fluid. Uh huh. Really? Uh huh. Yep. There's not many seals in the in the in the gear. There's just a couple there, huh? Yeah, that was like you know where the where the shaft comes out for your for your oh, arm, the pitman for the pitman arm. Yeah, there's like there's only one or two yeah. seals, and that's one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that Ravens, yeah. I just looked them up. They are still available. They're oh. still out there. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah they that'd be, be the people right. I would call too, because we we've had some pumps that we couldn't get there's some anymore. Some things you just can't get anymore. Yeah, and so they're and they're pretty good about rebuilding them. Never had any problems with them. All right. Okay. Well, you guys have a great one, and uh, let's keep praying for the president, all right? Yeah. Yeah. You bet. You bet. <laughs> all right. All right. And we got Randy. He has one question. How you doing, Randy? Hey, how you doing? I don't want to wear out my welcome. But, no, you're you know, fine. I, just, you know, I, I want answers, and you guys, for the most part, you got them. Okay. So, yeah, that's good to know. Let's get right to it. I use the top-of-the-line Castrol oil. They went from 15000 to twenty to match it up with that Mobile's 20,000-mile synthetic. Uh, so that's just my choice, but that leads up to my question. Uh, okay, let's let's either one. Let's pick mobile, full synthetic. Uh, Ems oil has what they call the signature series, which is 100% synthetic. Now, is this a fact or is this just marketing? Ooh, well, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'd say there aren't they all 100% synthetic. It says 100%. they're made made from Group Four, or whatever it is, or Group One base stock, whatever the number. Yeah, is. right. I am not. The engineer, chemist, whatever, but I mean, I know there's full synthetic, but they have theirs prided as, you know, 100. Truly full synthetic, synthetic, what they're saying, huh? Hmm. Well, yeah, I apparently, would, I mean. 
it's not crude with the additives added. The way I'm taking it is it's just right from, from scratch. Really? But I just wondered if that was marketing or if that's fact or if I'd have to research that farther. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd have to research that one farther. I don't yeah. know that one. Um, yeah. I know when they, they manufacture oils, they're using different parts of, of the the different bases of the oil and you know the full synthetic is obviously yeah. the best or that that's that that group well, yeah, one and group four I, I, and i don't recall how they number it was they yeah. had, the way they used to say it to well, i know the ad, ad pack is what makes all the difference in the world so i'm just wondering if you're somehow doing this from scratch but uh good good question though anyway yeah yeah um, that's, and, you know, i like their oil i just i can't afford it every every oil change but you know i do like their oil but it, you know it's edge pricey but i mean i just wondered if that's if, and, if that's true, what they're saying, then that's the best of the best. Best of the best, and, and yeah. that's the and you said that's the royal Amsoil. 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 Okay. Amsoil. Amsoil. Yeah. Amsoil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be their very top because they do have a full synthetic. Yeah. Uh, and then they have you know like their XL, which is you know a little bit lower, but still. But sure. when it says hundred percent, I mean they keep mentioning that to me. So, but I, but you know, everybody wants to sell the product too. Sure. Sure. And I do like it, but it is like you know. Three quarters the price, of, you know, not quite double, but three quarters the price. Really? Uh, but I wondered if it was, you know. So, what is a what is a quarter they go for? I'm just curious. Ah, uh, shoot. Well, we get ours for somewhere is what around twelve bucks. So those would probably really? be, you know, eighteen, sixteen. Really? You know. Mm. So I mean, they're. Mm. I mean, you know, they they were the first in synthetic. They've been around forever. They got a very great product, but I I can't knock Castro. I can't knock Mobile, yeah. and I nope. you know, I don't want to knock any of these other. I mean, Valvoline's coming out with some good crap now. I mean. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of good oil. Yes, but, there is. Uh, I just wondered if you knew off the bat or if I need to research that one a little farther. Oh, yeah. it's just, I oh. make... You did it to us again. You were like the second caller in, and you got all the calls going about temperatures and fluids. <laughs> and so now you just oh, got yeah. us going again on this uh, oil. So that's, call that in next week, and we talk about that. Yeah, with John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to call next week, see if John may have an answer. There you and, go. That's uh, good. We'll be here. You know, with the temperature stuff, it's, you know, that's got to be due with the weather people want to know. Right. So, Absolutely. Uh, Randy, all right, well, have a great day. Randy, appreciate it. And all you guys have been listening today and helping us out with the radio show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Larry and, and Charlie, behind the glass, helping us out. And Steve, thanks for coming in and Welcome. helping me. And Thank you. Yeah, it's been a good time. So you've been listening to Drive Radio at KLZ 560. And uh, John's off. He'll be back this next week. And you guys have a nice Merry Christmas. And... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, a little while. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.